The business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB is proudly brought to you by MTN Business Broadband. First National Bank, Bank of the Changeables. Okay. Well, uh, many thanks for staying with us right here on uh, 21 Minutes with KKB, the business edition. And today we are coming to you from a very interesting place. You don't usually see us in such a place or a locality, but of course, because of the nature of the business here, today we've decided to pay a bit more attention to this. I'm sure a lot of you are complaining about fuel, about traffic, about all of that. Well, today we are with a gentleman who has managed to uh, try and solve that problem in a way. So instead of wasting so much money on fuel and, you know, spending so much time in traffic and all of that, he has decided to come up with electric cars. When we connect, everything is possible. Whatever seems unreachable becomes even closer. Building partnerships. Redefining the norms. Because when we connect, being there becomes possible and new ideas come to life. Stay ahead and stay connected with MTN Business Broadband, superior internet solutions that drive your dreams. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh or call or WhatsApp 0244-308-111. This is Mr. and Mrs. Intoriafe. Um, we are farmers of the changeables. Many thanks for staying with us right here on 21 Minutes with KKB, the business edition. Today, uh, it's a very interesting conversation we're going to have and <laughs> I'm sure you would love it because it has to do with something which is not very familiar to a lot of Ghanaians. We don't like a lot of things techie related, you know, of course for the millennials and the like they do, but for a lot more of us Ghanaians, uh, it's a bit stretched for us. And so uh, when I saw and heard about a gentleman who happened to get into a space where not a lot of us are so keen on, but uh, was rather keen on getting all of us to pay a bit more attention to that tech space, I, I was very impressed because it has to do with what? Electric cars. Yes, right here in Ghana. This is not 700 years from now. This is now happening in Ghana, right? Mind you, uh, the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB is probably brought to you by MTN Business, your partner for good. So if you are watching right now and you happen to be an owner of a micro, small scale, medium business, well, this is your opportunity. There's good news for you. MTN is coming to you with SME Plus. And what SME Plus is doing is that it's helping you manage all your personal costs in communication. The service simply allows you to choose from affordable packages and enjoy talk time, SMS, data, as well as business content all bundled into one subscription. The other exciting news is that you get free on-net calls every Monday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call all your business partners. Schedule all your meetings. Monday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for free, right? here on MTN. All you have to do is simply dial star 5060 hash to sign up today. Also, you can WhatsApp or call the number 244 for more information and stay connected. 
everywhere you go. It's also brought to you in partnership with First National Bank. Now, First National Bank is offering businesses, both big and small, an opportunity to switch and enjoy zero monthly account fee with any of their business check accounts. Now, three months fee free banking anytime you open a business check account between now and September 2022. This makes business sense, right? Of course it does. Now, the impossible just got bigger and better with First National Bank. Bank of the changeables. One small change, remember, can make a huge difference. All you have to do is to visit any of your branches in Accra, Kumasi or Takrade or call 242 and we'll send one of our friendly business bankers to you to start the switch process. First National Bank. Now, how can we help you? Today, I'm privileged enough to be sitting with the Chief Executive Officer for Solar Taxi, George Apia. George. Hi. <laughs> you're a big man. Yeah, what can I Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really big man. And you're doing a lot of amazing things here. Thank you. Um, you remember I had suggested that uh, in fact on your LinkedIn profile you say you are a technopreneur and it's it, it gets a lot of people thinking, ah, what what are toys is this guy talking about? Who, how why do you describe yourself as such? Well, um technopreneur means um what well, and being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. uh, but um, basically, what the underlining tool for what we do um, is technology. Okay. Uh, so, entrepreneurship with technology, okay. making technopreneur. So, tech based entrepreneurship. Exactly. Big man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like I said, you have an amazing story to tell about um, bringing all of these things to Ghana and getting all of us to see what the future looks like now. Uh, as far as electric cars are concerned. But even before that, tell us a bit about yourself. Take us back. Uh, how has the journey been so far? How has the process been? Well, um, I was born here in Accra, okay. uh, somewhere down there, Odoko. Ooh, okay. um, but I, I, was, I had the chance to be raised by my grandma mm. in our hometown. Um, well, I didn't get the best of privileges in terms mm -hmm. of um, access to listening up like electricity. So I have to grow up um, here part of my life without electricity. Mm. Um, but I have to then learn um, with how to deal with it, um, mm. using candles and lanterns to study. Mm. Um, so I schooled from like my early KG to primary to GSS at um, Domi Zion. Uh, memorial school, okay. Domestic school. Okay. Um, then I had a chance to go to Pope John, the school you can think of. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I had my first encounter with experiencing a computer for the first time in Pope John. And, but, but it was quite an experience because right. at the end, I ended up being one of the top IT guys, mm. even though I has, I've never seen a computer before wow. um, in the school. But um, um, from there, um, even though I had very good grades, um, I was committed to be an electrical engineer because of right. my experience. I was committed in finding a sustainable solution that one day I'll be providing electricity to, to my grandma. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, I feel like the field of engineering will give me that opportunity better than being a medical doctor. I mean, if you get a grace, everybody would need to be a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was funny that um, in my application, um, I just selected electrical engineering, first choice, second choice, and then the third choice was pharmacy. Even though I definitely know that I will not get it, I yeah. just bottled one form. The thing was that I was quite committed to what I wanted to do. So I just bought Ken UST. I never bought any forms and I chose electrical engineering with no option. Um, but um, the thing being here is um, my commitment and serve as a drive in terms of what I want to achieve at the right. end on. So I studied electrical engineering, Ken UST, 
Um, well, I did well. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, so graduated with, with good grace and then had a chance to work at the university um, with the energy center, um, um, work as a research assistant, then became a research fellow. Um, my work basically was on um, solar PV, um, great smart grid systems, uh, among other things. Did some work in wind energy, biofuels, biogas, and um, some papers. I mean, at the university, suspected. Yeah, so, um, but when I was in the university, I started my first community um, organization that's called Creativity Group. Um, so this was something to challenge us as students in terms of how do we use what we are gaining mm -hmm. in school to solve problems. Because then, for me, it wasn't about the grade. So after second year, I have my first class though, but, but I don't feel like I'm doing anything with it. So yeah. it was like, okay, can we come together and do something? So I have some amazing guys that we came together to start this platform. Um, we went ahead to do amazing stuff over the years. Now, Christy Group is now about close to about nine tertiary institutions. Oh, okay. um, we built a lot, of, a lot of wonderful stuff. We built some space balloons to fly satellites oh. into space, wow. picking data. We built our first drone in 2013. Then drone, nobody even know what a drone is then. Wow. Yeah. We, built, we, built a, we, 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 we are just innovating, mm. basically. That's what we're doing for mm. fun. Um, some super smart guys um, that were in the community. Um, fast forward, a point in time, we realized that we need to take these innovations to the market. Yeah. Because anytime we go for exhibitions, like we come to Accra, we come to we go to a lot of places, we just take it fast, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then it got to a point that people from the community were graduating and then they have to go in for jobs and more other things. So, um, yeah, even though the investor was generous to support us in terms of giving access to a space and all that, we feel like we needed something that can provide that business aspect to it. So we started Kumasi Hype. When we connect, everything is possible. Whatever seems unreachable, becomes even closer. Building partnerships. Redefining the norms. Because when we connect, being there becomes possible. And new ideas come to life. Stay ahead and stay connected with MTN Business Broadband superior internet solutions that drive your dreams. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh or call or WhatsApp 0244-308-111. Many thanks for staying with us right here on the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB. Like I said, uh, today we are with the Chief Executive Officer of Solar Taxi. It's not a, well, because maybe people hear solar taxi, they'll think it's a taxi, but don't worry, the CEO is here, he'll help us understand that. George, tell us, why the name solar taxi? Uh, is it that you were running a taxi business <laughs> or something? Well, I think um, when we started, we needed something that it make it easy for people to understand what we are doing. Right. So when you mention solar, everybody gets it. Right. That we're right. talking about renewable mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. and all that. Um, if you mention taxi, people get it. So even though we associate itself mainly with the, with 
our form of taxiing, mm -hmm. but taxi itself is a, a simple way of transportation. Moving from one point to another can be considered. Well, we could have. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe we could have. We could have, yeah. but, but it, it was needed for, we don't need to explain too much. Yeah. That, that's what we went out, wanted to avoid. So, so you were looking at, um, aside doing all of this, all of these fantastic things, coming up with innovative stuff and the like, you now decided to commercialize it. Yes. Find a way to, aside creating value, make some money off it and create some more employment also for a lot of people. Yep. Let's go into that. Well, well in, like I said, starting in 2018, right. after our first prototype, we borrowed stuff to do this. Later, we have to return all the stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, that is what we used to do, yeah. you know? Um, um, anytime we want to build a product, we just take product apart from other places, build it, and it works. We celebrate, take pictures, mm -hmm. and put it back because we don't have the money to always to buy yeah, new stuff. Yeah, um, um, so this is what happened. Now. But later in 2018, we, we had partnership with MasterCard Foundation. Okay. Um, we saw the potential in something like this, creating green jobs right. and providing jobs right. to the youth. Right. So they provided some, some support. Um, which was very good for us because then we had a chance to. I mean, the technical part is proven. It's like we can build it, we can always build it, but is the business side also in existence? So we have to look at that. And it came out very well. The results were super amazing. Um, we ran it for a couple of months. You told us a bit about Sula Tati and how come the name even came about and the like. Uh, it was for recalling, like, very good move there. But more important, the business itself, the yeah. model. Okay. The thinking of electric cars, how did that even drop? And why were you so convinced it was going to work in this market? Well, I think um, it, it's just as a researcher and an innovator, you start by with a question and try to investigate into it. What was the question? The question was, um, how do we provide sustainable transportation in Africa? The case in point, in most African economy, the economy depends about 70% on transportation. Um, transportation is one of the sectors that a slightest increase in, in the cost of transportation affects everything, including uh, education, healthcare, um, just you name it. Uh, yes, everything gets increased. On. So it's, it's becoming, it becomes important to look at how do we address something like that. Uh, and then there's issues of the climate change, that aspect also. So that is where we started from. Um, to be able to talk, okay, how do we find a sustainable solution, something that we could help us to address um, this issue of transportation, the cost of transportation, and also at the same time look at the climate effect of it. And um, we are the gender where Africa, we are, we are poised to develop. And if care is not taken, um, we will develop by polluting just as the Western countries. The available options, I mean, I know there's petrol diesel, yeah. which we are used to, uh, and then I know of hydrogen, yes. and then solar, and then yep. the electric yep. cars. Um, why not hydrogen, for instance? Well, hydrogen will have its time. Hydrogen, um, it's quite complicated in terms of logistics. I mean, it's quite clean. Um, access is not a big deal, but in terms of production and storage, it's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of issue. I think right. the innovation will happen there um, at a point. Yes, the innovation will happen um, where there will be effective way of how do you store hydrogen, how do you transport hydrogen, among other things. But I think a time will come for that. For now, we um, we are looking at 
what is really available and what do you have to us to accelerate this this transition okay i see a very nice uh, artwork behind you uh, <laughs> talking about solar taxi sure. uh, for those of you who are watching that's the website www.solartaxi.co um and when you go there it, it suggests quite a lot of things but right here on this it suggests you can deposit money then there's monthly payments and then you own the car sure Tell us the rationale behind this and how it's panning out. Okay, so we currently have three models. Um, so we have three type of vehicles currently: the cars, the bikes, and then the um, um, the tricycle. Yeah, um, and all of these, apart from the bikes, the bikes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, um, for the bikes and tricycle, we do assemble, design, assemble them locally. So we have an engineering team that take all the designs and stuff like that. And then we place order for the parts supplies. We get a parts supplies, then we assemble them here. So we can assemble them here in Accra or Kumasi. Um, we have engineering team that handles that. Um, my interest is to know about 90% of our engineering team is a woman and put on that. Um, we don't assemble the cars here currently. We are currently raising the investment to start assembling. We are looking at probably maybe in the first quarter um, of next year, the assembling should possibly begin. Um, um, and this will enable us to scale up the production. Now, in terms of being able to asset some of, asset some of these, we are um, doing outright sales. Uh, we are doing lease to own, that's what you find behind me. And we are doing um, a renting model, so where you rent on a monthly basis. On the car part, we have a lot of orders on the renting part that we currently have put temporary hold on that. Um, but if you want leasing to own, we have that option for you. You make a deposit and then you, you pay over a period up to 12 months. Um, if you want a longer term, um, you will have to refer it to one of our um, banks that we are working with for you to have access to that. Why should anyone consider an electric car uh -huh. over a petrol-based okay. or diesel-based? Well, I think almost 100% of our clients, well, okay, maybe, let me make a room for this 90% of our clients make decisions like this based on economics. Um, if you if you go switch to electric, you'll probably be using about 90% of what you currently consume on fuel. Um, you, you'll be saving that. Um, so that's 10%, that is what we use. So if you are someone that's... So you're saying that you'll be able to cut down your... Cost by 90%. On transportation by up to 90%. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so if you're someone that you will spend about 1,000 cities on fuel each month, we are looking at saving close about 900 cities. So you spend only about 100 cities. Mm. If, if you want to go a step deeper into savings, you can switch completely to what we call a solar hub. So this is where we build a charging pot, um, powered by solar. Well, we install it in your premise, and then you charge from that. So when you're away from work, it charges. When you come back, you plug in and it charges your car for that. In that case, we are looking at something about zero point, like saving up to 95%, 98% on your cost. Um, so yeah, that option exists for people that want to go that route to save more. Uh, so majority of our clients is economics. So primarily yeah. about cost. Majority of them. We have we have different the, the additional bonus of um, going green, supporting the climate. I think that is very critical because we don't want to make a lot of money and then we can't spend. Right. 
All right, then we'll be walking around with no smacks. I think now we even do that, but it could even get worse. All right, if, if we pollute too much, you have all the money, but you can't spend. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, so so um, that is not something you want to trade off. If you have been sick before, you kind of appreciate health is more important than money. Um, so um, that's but, what we're trying to do. Okay. I mean, um, what is thought is just like your phone in your pocket. Is your phone safe? I would is, like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, by, by generally, generally we have over billions of phone devices, right? right? A majority are safe, mm. all right? Definitely, there will be some defects here and there. But it's literally just like your phone in your pocket, just like the camera that you're using. It has a battery storage, which you keep in the, the char electrical charge in it and use it when you need to use it. So that safety is there. But if we for electric vehicles, they have been a step deeper to ensure that this, the safety level is really very high. So it is very difficult for your, your vehicle to more function in a way that you can get injured for. It's, it can happen, but it's extremely low. Uh, in all cases, because the safety measures that have been put in place are very, very high onto that. So just as if you sit in in a car, petrol car, with petrol being very inflammable, um, this being a vampire, you, you feel safe. You, you don't worry so much about what could happen, right? But that is even more dangerous compared to that of electricity that you are saving in a battery. Yeah. I see. Um... Then also there's this talk of crash tests because okay. I know, for instance, uh, with Tesla in a few hours, yeah. there were a number of instances where people yeah. were like, hey, your car has done this to me, this uh -huh. is blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, what's the situation? Where well, the well to be honest with you, EVs have one of the best crash test results mm -hmm. across, across, I mean, um, for EVs, like safety is the definition. So because of that, there's a lot of investment that goes into, into that. Um, so... To be honest with you, EVs are more safer when it comes to crash test results than a lot of um, petrol and base in the cars on. Yeah, but um, we do have the results of those. So if your clients are interested in getting to know the details, we provide that for you. But on general note, some of the safest cars out there are EV cars. Yeah. So. I see the cars have a lot of sensors and things. And exactly. Things warning you, prompting yep. you, and doing this and the like. Yep. But uh, there was one feature I found very intriguing, that the mm. car, well, some of your cars, like mm -hmm. uh, if you saw out mm. there, have the self-park and self-drive yep. features. Yep. On these Ghanaian streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. So, so I, I mean, see, driving has to be safe. Right? It, it doesn't make sense to drive uh, and then you have to call all your house gosses <laughs> and, and you call your pastor to pray for you before you drive from a short distance. It doesn't make sense. Um, a lot of accidents that happen are very, very highly preventable. Uh, we just need some form of measures to make that happen. So cars are now being designed to be safe, like very safe. And I think that's something we can get to, where accident become, you can get into an accident, but fatality rates can be very low. So all these measures that are being put in place is to make it safer. Yeah, but you see, my only challenge is that in a country like Ghana, where a lot of people do not pay a lot of attention to road signs mm. and all of this, uh, there's someone with a, a cat. Just cross here. There's a, a good somewhere, 
this uh, uh, or headsman uh. with his people around the ranch close to the motorway or something. Uh. Uh, is it still safe even in all? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, one thing is like it has emergency brakes. Okay. Um, so anytime it detects anything that is super out of the control, okay. it prevents collision. Mm -hmm. So it, it, collision avoidance is high on that. Um, so you can be safe that if somebody crosses here untimely. The car will break by itself. Okay. So let's say now you've convinced us. You've okay. <laughs> we want it. All right. How much must we cough up in order to get some of the good cars? Well, we, we do we do have a models that start uh, from ninety thousand cities. Uh, these are brand new cars. Right? These are brand new. These are brand so, new. In other words, these are terrible cars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so ninety thousand. Yeah. Um, and then um, some that goes as high as three hundred thousand. Um, we have mid-range. Majority of them tend to be around 150, 140. There's also payment plans, as I mentioned earlier on, yeah. that if you want to go with and all that. But, but in comparison, uh, if you are going to get uh, a brand new SUV, it costs sometimes more than what we are even giving to you at 150. Yep. Okay. So. So uh, lo looking at um, a lot of people in Ghana and other African countries. Uh, with the pension for getting home-used vehicles, yeah. Like, how then do they fit into your? <laughs> I mean, but the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the question is, if you had the money, would you go for an home-used car? Sure. Oh, for most people, it's about cost. They don't have the money. Yeah. Right. So, so if you have the money, you will not. All right. So it's a question. It's a question of more financing, yes. right? And then this is where we need to innovate around. So I believe the system is going to get better for a lot of people to be able to so afford that. Okay. So uh, we're still here uh, with the chief executive officer for Solar Taxi, George Apia, and uh, he's taking us through quite a lot. He's given us a lot of education. Like I said, he, he has an MSc in engineering. He's a big man. He's a shabby guy. <laughs> and he says he went to the best school in Ghana. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but uh, essentially we've had a very interesting conversation so far about the solar taxi, about electric cars in particular, and how perhaps they may be the safest thing yet for you and I. Uh, he has said a lot more. But for me, seeing is believing. I'm a doubting Thomas, just as you are. And so it will be a good opportunity for us to test drive some of these cars and then be in a position to also give a testimonial if we have to, oh, correct? So um, let's go for your exciting part. Right. Um, I'll get Eugene to drive with you. Okay. I thought you were driving with me. Or you want me to enjoy yeah, it? I want you to enjoy it so in a way that, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, like I'm somewhere pushing up anything. No. Okay. Right, so just let's so have a fun. Yeah, yes, there's a refit to that. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's All go right. for that. Okay, so join us, guys. Let's right. go have this one. Okay, by the way, Eugene Ponsa is the operations manager uh, for Solar Taxi right here. And, uh, well, he says I shouldn't worry. So, uh, shall we try it? Yeah. Okay, let's try it.
business edition of 21 minutes with kkb was proudly brought to you by mtn business broadband first national bank bank of the changeables